Welcome to the Fit Strength Performance Podcast, where you will be informed, educated, and empowered in order to take charge and take action so you can reach your athletic and or fitness goals. The only way for you to get stronger, faster, and better conditioned is to be consistent every day, all year long, doing things that will ensure your mind and body are strong and resilient. If you're ready to make changes, then let's go. Hey everyone, welcome back to part two of episode one of the Fit Strength Performance Podcast. Again, I'm your host, Mark Bruce, and I'm so excited to bring this to you. Uh, I have so much to share, and I even have so much more to learn so I can help influence your performance and influence your, your state of mind to help you reach your goals. So part one was just an overview of what this podcast is going to be about, who it's for, and what I aim to do. Part two, I just want to introduce myself. Uh, I want to give you an idea of where I've been, where, um, where I've gone, what my goals are, and how I got to where I am today. So again, my name is Mark Bruce. I'm from Rochester, New York, born and raised. Um, I was a two-sport athlete growing up. I played baseball and basketball. However, basketball um, was my bread and butter. It is still my passion, um, and there's just something about the game that pulled me in. However, that wasn't the case early on um, in my career. So when I was younger, I was overweight. And uh, a lot of times I tell this story and people don't believe me. You know, when I was in sixth grade, I was 130, I was 160 pounds, um, five foot one. Uh, you know, I, I can't say that I wasn't healthy. However, I did, I did choose to eat poor snacks, you know. My, my parents were awesome. They, they provided great meals for me. But, you know, when I had the opportunity, I made poor snacks. And I always joked about it. You know, I made bacon sandwiches after school. You know, I had um, the, the family size Stouffer's macaroni and cheese to myself for a snack versus a meal. And, you know, it, that, that was my choice. And I made poor choices when it came to snacks. I didn't like um, athletics. I didn't like running around. You know, I did participate in all the youth level sports growing up. However, you know, when I played soccer, I wanted to be the goalie so I could sit down because when you're at a young age, the ball just kind of floats in the middle. Um, baseball, I wanted to be the catcher or the pitcher or the right fielder because there wasn't all that act- all that much action going on. And for basketball, you know, I was always the center because I was bigger than everybody, regardless of my height. And... Um, I was always the last one down the court. I was always, you know, lying about when practice was. I was um, always going to the bathroom during suicides. You know, I just didn't like exercise. I didn't like running. I didn't like any of that. But when I was going into seventh grade, I made the conscious effort that summer to exercise every day and to only eat when I was hungry. You know, there was a moment before I made that choice that I was very unhappy. You know, I wasn't bullied. I wasn't picked on. However, there were some incidences where people, you know, make comments about my weight. You know, I wore a t-shirt in the water um, and I just, I wasn't happy with, with me. So I made the conscious effort to try to get happy, to try to feel better about myself. And I decided to exercise 15 minutes every day. I just ran, in, ran on the treadmill watching Major Pain and it was, it was awesome. You know, it was a great experience. It was a great summer. I only ate when I was hungry. I didn't starve myself. And in about two months, 
you know, July and then a little bit of August, I ended up losing 30 pounds and went from 160 to 130. And I remember my basketball coach, when we were running laps before practice, he was, you know, this was for AAU. He was like, who's that new kid over there to his son? And his son was like, dad, that's Bruce. And, you know, that, that, that was a, it was a good feeling for me because I had dropped so much weight that I literally became a new person. I literally became a new person. And without doing that, I wouldn't be where I am today because after that, I really started to excel in basketball. Um, I was always moved up, you know, from eighth grade, I played ninth grade um, level, ninth grade, I played JV. And then when I made it to varsity, you know, I was only junior to start. Um, and I really fell in love with the weight room. And that helped me develop a, a, a reputation for being a great defender because I was always strong. So I was able to guard the biggest player, the best player. Um, I, was, I was good enough laterally and I was a good enough offensive player to, you know, be able to hold my own on both ends. And this gave me the opportunity to get recruited to play Division three basketball uh, where I went to play at Hobart and William Smith College. Started all four years, and then, just like many, I had the aspiration and the dream to play professionally. However, at that level, that's a whole different ballgame. And I, was, I went to England for a couple weeks, and I held my own. But at the end of the day, you know, being an American and an overseas, you have to be a stud. You know, you have to be a stud. And I was very good, but at that level, you know, I just wasn't good enough. And I know my mother would argue otherwise, but... Um, at that level, I just wasn't good enough. And I, I can't say that I didn't leave it all out there. However, looking, looking back, knowing what I know now, I did not do what I should have done to be a very good basketball player. I did everything on the court. My, my ball handling skills, my shooting ability, my understanding of the game, my read and react ability, you know, I was, I was good. But when it came to the physicality of that level, um, and even like senior year of college and then next level, you know, I, I didn't have the strength that I needed. I didn't have the athleticism that I needed to the, get to the next level. You know, I wasn't the star player in my college team. And when I look back to the kids that were, uh, not, you know, not the 6'6 kids, but the, the guards. When I look back to the guards, you know, the, the level of quickness that they had, um, you know, I played with a phenomenal point guard um, my junior and senior year, and the, his, uh, his athleticism was very next level, and I didn't have that. And I do believe that people can create that. It is dependent on what you do off the court. Some people genetically have it, and those are your one percenters. And then some people do what they need to do and develop it. And I didn't do that. You know, I lifted a lot, but I can think back where, you know, I didn't do a ton of plyometrics. I didn't do the Olympic lifts. My senior year, my junior and senior year of college, we had a strength coach, two different strength coaches who really started to implement various mobility movements, hip movements to help with, you know, you know, help with some of the bigger um, things we had to do on the court. You know, we didn't, I didn't, I didn't do that. You know, I just, I didn't do that. I didn't, I didn't know better, but knowing what I know now is why I started helping athletes. So to, to push you along my timeline, it was about 22, 23, I believe 22 years old when I got back from England and I needed something to do. So I started subbing in the city. 
I decided to go back to grad school to become a school counselor, and I was lucky enough to team up with an individual who trained basketball players, both on the court and in the weight room. And in that time, I also started bodybuilding. You know, for some reason, I needed that competitive edge, so I thought bodybuilding would be a great thing. So I started lifting like a bodybuilder, eating like a bodybuilder, and then, like many um, young coaches, strength and conditioning coaches, I started training all of my athletes how I was training myself. And after, you know, maybe two years, I linked up with a good family friend who was who owned his own business in Cleveland working with high-end basketball players. You know, I asked him, I said, um, you know, what are you doing? You know, what are some things I should be doing? Because I kind of feel like what I am having my athletes do it, it isn't, isn't the right thing, isn't really going to help them. So he, he advised me, you know, his name's Carl Jacobson. He's one of my mentors. He owns tape training out in Cleveland. Awesome guy. Follow him on social media. He said, you know, start to steal other people's programs and, and systems. And from there, develop your own. Start to learn. Start to research. And then also he said, you know, you need to be certified. You got to get certified if you want to do this full time. So I got my ACE personal certification. He also said, you got to get your CSCS. So I spent three years studying for my CSCS because I was also in grad school. And, you know, I had a lot on my plate. But I finally have that. But during, you know, 22 to, you know, 28, um, you know, I really took advantage of the Internet. I started diving into the Eric Cressys of the world, you know, Tony Gentilcores, the Mike Boyles, Dean Somerset. I started looking deep into strength and conditioning, and I realized that personal training is so very different than strength and conditioning when you're working with athletes. And I adopted that mindset. You know, I really gravitated to Mike Robertson's podcast where he looks at what he does as physical preparation. And I love that term because that's exactly what we're doing. We're physically preparing athletes for the demand of their sports. And what a lot of strength coaches say is that athletes are overprescribed and underprepared. And that's something that I, I, I bring to my practice. And it wasn't until, you know, a couple years in a training that I realized that how I was approaching athletic development was very different. You know, I was just doing the cool thing I saw on um, Instagram, or I was just piecing together random things because, hey, you know, we got to work out for 30 minutes, so this is just what we're going to do today. And my method and systems now are very different. You know, I take that fundamental approach, basic, you know, helping athletes master those fundamentals and mastering the movements that they need to do and be prepared for to be better at their sport. And there's less specified training, although it is very dependent on how you look at it. But we do, and no matter what athlete, you know, whether I'm working with a basketball player, a volleyball player, or a baseball player, we need to master those movements that are going to give them a, a strong foundation because every athlete is going to turn, every athlete's going to do some type of squat, some type of single leg movement. They're going to need their trunk to go from point A to point B or, to, or quickly shift to the right or left. And diving into the internet, talking to other coaches really helped advance my understanding. And I, was, I opened up a small studio called the Fit Strength Personal Training Studio where I worked with a lot of adults because I also was still with the basketball training specific company. And once I branched off, um, I teamed up with another company to try to you know, 
enhance my understanding of how to run a business and how to train. And soon after I was given a, I, 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 I walked into a great opportunity to lease out my own 1400 square foot facility, which is now fit strength performance. And this is where I'm at today. You know, I, I have a, I work with a lot of basketball players. I have a few adults and then I have a few athletes, you know, from baseball to volleyball to football. And the goal of what I do in the, in, in my gym is to prepare athletes for the demand of their sports. And that stems from getting them stronger, getting them bigger, getting them faster, um, improving their overall athleticism. Um, so that, that is a little bit about me. That is how I got started with fit strength performance. Um, so I thank you for listening to, to part two of episode one. And I look forward to bringing more information to you. If there's any questions that you have early on, please don't hesitate to email me. You can reach me at mark at fit strength.com. You can find me on Instagram or Facebook. Again, thanks so much. Be safe. Um, try to get outside and be active. <laughs>